0: You get home today. Read the chapter because we can't go through the whole thing today. It's an awesome chapter uh, in the book of Daniel. We're only going to breeze through pretty fast on it. Okay. Uh, so if you stand out, it means that ultimately you'll be put in a position where you're going to have to stand up. Right. That's just the way it is, and that's what happens to Daniel. Remember, Daniel is standing out. By the end of uh, last week, we discovered that he was ten times. He and his friends were ten times more valuable to the king. Than anybody else in the whole court. Remember that? Ten times more value. That's pretty awesome. God is working and using Daniel so he stands out. Because of that, he's now in a situation where he gets to stand up. Here's the way it goes. King Nebuchadnezzar, pagan king, doesn't know the living God, right? Pretty pretty evil guy ultimately. Uh, He has a dream. It is an awesome dream but it is a scary dream, right? He has this dream where he dreams there is this giant uh, tree and the tree reaches to heaven and it is a prosperous tree filled with fruit and all the animals find shade in it and there's uh, you know all kinds of fruit in it and the birds find shelter in it. This is one ginormous extending awesome tree, right? Beautiful tree. Then a voice comes from heaven, a messenger comes from heaven, and the messenger comes and chops down the tree and leaves only the stump of the tree. And the fruit is scattered and, you know, the leaves are scattered and the tree is devoured and only the stump is left. King Nebuchadnezzar has the dream and says, whoa, what is going on? What does this dream means. so he issues an order calling in all of his wise men and to tell him what the dreams meant. What the dream meant when all the magician, enchanters, astrologers, fortune tellers came in, uh, told him he told them the dream and none of them could tell him what it meant. The real thing is not only could they not tell him what it meant, but they didn't want to tell him what they, what it meant because what the dream means is not something the king is going to really be excited about hearing. Right? Mr. Powerful King, right? This the answer to the dream of what it meant is not necessarily something King Nebuchadnezzar is going to get excited about. No, the answer of interpreting the dream is a difficult answer. You've been there, right? You've been in that place where you know somebody, something's going on in their life, actions they're doing, steps that they've been taking, and you know what they're doing is destructive and you ought to say something been there nobody in the whole room has been in that situation come on people you know that you've been there right that i mean it happens to us right if you if you stand out for christ then it's in here you're going to be put in situations where you got to stand up and that's precisely where daniel is daniel's in a situation where he has to decide is he going to stand up and say the truth now the trouble is his character that we talked about last week that which drives him to stand out is the very thing that causes him and demands that he stand up Have you guys remember the commercials one of my favorite commercials they did the uh, abraham lincoln commercial where the wife's putting on a new dress, right, and looking in the mirror and doing, doing this kind of thing, right, and then asks Abe and says, uh, does it make me look too big from... You know that commercial? And Abe's in the position where he has to say... You, you know that situation, right? No, you don't know that situation. You know the commercial. You know the commercial. Yeah, that's right. But you see, what drives him is what? Honest Abe, his character demands, right, that he has to step up. And that's what he's known for because he's ten times more valuable than anybody else in the entire royal palace. Daniel's put in the position precisely because he is who God created him to be. At last, Daniel came in before me, and I told him the dream. This is Nebuchadnezzar, and he was named Belshazzar after my God, and the spirit of the holy gods is in him, Daniel. King Nebuchadnezzar turns to Daniel for the truth. Why? Because he knows who Daniel is in his character, and his character demands that he step up and speak the truth. Same for us, right? Right? If, I mean, if you're in Christ already, if you're a Christ follower, it's part of the gig. That's what it is, right? We, we stand out because of our character, and we have to understand it, it's not a choice. We, we need to stand up and speak the truth. The question is not whether we will or whether we won't, right? We, we ought, right? That demand is on us. We ought. The real question is, how do you do it, right? Right? How do you do it? If if you get this today and you understand as a Christ follower, you live in the truth, you, you stand out because you do, therefore you need to be able to speak the truth into other people's lives. That's just what it means to stand up. The question is, how do you do that? And that's precisely the situation Daniel is in. He has to be willing to stand up and speak a difficult thing to a pagan powerful king how does he do that Daniel it says upon hearing this Daniel was overcome for a time frightened by the meaning of the dream so Daniel knows he has to speak the truth and he's in that place that we've all been where it's like okay I gotta step up I gotta stand up here I gotta speak the truth into King Nebuchadnezzar's life how do I do that how do I do that And then we see some interesting things take place. Some hows take place. And this is the kind of the learning for us this morning if you're Christ followers. How do we do this? We know we have to do it, right? We're all there. How do we do this? What happens next? Daniel is in that place. He's feeling uncomfortable. It becomes obvious to Nebuchadnezzar apparently that Daniel's uncomfortable because Nebuchadnezzar says, then the king says to Daniel, Belshazzar, don't be alarmed by the dream. And what it means. What did King Nebuchadnezzar just do? He senses apparently that Daniel is upset, concerned about what he's got to share. He's hesitant to share it. And so, what does Nebuchadnezzar do? He says, Daniel, listen, spit it out, right? Nebuchadnezzar is giving Daniel the invitation to go ahead and say whatever it is he has to say. This is one of our biggest problems when we know we have to step up, right? When we have to stand up for the truth and speak a truth into somebody else's life. One of the biggest mistakes we make as Christ followers is we speak it at the wrong time in the wrong way. We speak it at the wrong time in the wrong way. We mull on it, mull on it, get ourselves all worked up over it, right? And then the next thing uh, we know, we see them and we just kind of Blurt it out, right? We just kind of like blah, dump the whole load on them, right? And say, now listen, you need to know this. You need to understand what you're doing is just absolutely wrong. You need to understand it's just not right. You gotta straighten up, you gotta get your life in the right place. You know the gig, right? And how does that come off to the person we're trying to speak to? Those judgmental Christians, they always think they know what's right. Amen. That's the way it comes off. That's one of the biggest accusations the world makes against us Christ followers, if you're a Christ follower, is that we are these hoity-toity judgmental people. That's because we always do it the wrong way. We do it the wrong way at the wrong time. Daniel is wise enough to pause. He hears the dream, and he pauses, and he waits until Nebuchadnezzar is ready to listen and Nebuchadnezzar gives him the invitation that's what we gotta work towards see we, we need to stand up and we need to speak truth into people's lives but how do we do it? first thing we do is make sure we do it at the right time with the right invitation right and then we do it for the right reasons with the right attitude right we do it with the right reasons for the right attitude. Look at Daniel's attitude as he now begins to speak to Nebuchadnezzar. Daniel replies, I wish the events foreshadowed in this dream would happen to your enemies, my Lord, and not to you. That is an amazing attitude. Remember, who is King Nebuchadnezzar? King Nebuchadnezzar is the jerk that ripped up Daniel's life. He's the guy that sent the troops that destroyed Jerusalem, that destroyed the temple, that killed Daniel's families in all probability, that ripped Daniel away from his home and his homeland and ripped him out of the security of what it meant to be God's people in the promised land and planted him over in Babylon. This is one bad dude that Daniel ought to feel everything like hatred toward right and yet what's his attitude when he has to speak a hard thing into Nebuchadnezzar's life what's his attitude loving compassion king gotta tell you some tough stuff wish I didn't have to tell you this wish I was telling it to your enemies but you need to know this see what's it look like for us what does it look like for us when we're put in that place and we have to stand up and speak a word of truth into somebody's life. I can tell you the number of times that, you know, I've been in that situation and, and the place that, that, that I've learned to start is in the same place that Daniel does with an invitation. Maybe it's not coming from them, maybe it's coming from you. Where you start out by simply saying, listen, you know, John, Joe, Mary, whoever, hey, you know, I am just really concerned. I am just really concerned for you I know you're going through some tough stuff I really have some stuff on my heart I'd like to share with you is that okay that's not so hard to say is it is that okay now they may say no that's not okay I'm not ready to listen to it better you know that than dump the load and offend them right and shut them down so you never can talk to them but they may say Yeah, I'd I'd be interested to hear what you have to say. This is exactly what's happening with Daniel and Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar wants to hear what Daniel has to say, and Daniel is speaking a hard word of truth into Nebuchadnezzar's life, but he's speaking speaking it lovingly and with all compassion. Look what he says. This is great. Daniel 4, 27. King Nebuchadnezzar, please... Accept my advice. Stop sinning and do what is right. Break from your wicked past and be merciful to the poor. poor. Perhaps then you will continue to prosper. Now, I underlined one word there for you, right? The word please. What would that statement be like if we took the word please out of there, right? Hear the statement if you take the word please out of the statement. Daniel would be speaking to the king saying, King Nebuchadnezzar, accept my advice. Stop sinning. Do what's right. Break from your wicked past. Be merciful. You see how it comes off? How different is it because Daniel started with a loving attitude and he spoke the truth interpreting the dream to Nebuchadnezzar and saying, King Nebuchadnezzar, listen, please. Please. Accept my advice. It's a whole different gig, isn't it? It's a whole different gig. Why? Because Daniel is speaking, standing up, stepping into it, but he's speaking it for all the right reasons, with all the right attitude, at exactly the right time. That's the way it is. He speaks into the situation. shouldn't surprise us. Galatians 6, Paul speaks to us Christ followers, right, in the same way about how we do this and what it means to stand up and speak the truth into somebody's life. Look what it says. Paul writes, dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should, say it with me, gently and humbly. You hear those words, right? Gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path and be careful not to fall in the same temptation you share. Share each other's burdens. and In this way, obey the law of Christ. If you think you are too important to help someone, you're only fooling yourself, you're not that important. Notice what I underlined, gently and humbly and share each other's burdens. You know what people have to know before they're ready to listen to you about truth that you need to stand up and speak into their life? They have to know you even care. They have to know you even care, right? It's all over Daniel's experience. Even though Nebuchadnezzar is, you know, this horrible king, pagan king, who's done all this to Daniel, Daniel still displays an attitude of compassion to Nebuchadnezzar. And because of that, Nebuchadnezzar can listen. Now, here's the key point. We do all of that. Why do we do all of that? We need to make sure that as we stand up and we speak a word of truth into somebody's life with an attitude of kindness and compassion, right? At the right time, with the right invitation, that when we do it we do it for the right reasons based on the right word this is another place where we make mistakes as christ followers right we we step up we got to straighten them out we got to stand we got to tell them the way it is right the trouble is so often we tell them the way it is based on what we think and what we want that's not what daniel does daniel interprets God's dream. He doesn't walk in and interpret what he thinks Nebuchadnezzar needs to hear based on what Daniel thinks. He walks in and says, "Listen, this is what the dream God gave you says." He's basing it on God speaking into Nebuchadnezzar's life. That's what we do. That's what we do, right? We we step up, we speak a word of truth But that truth is totally and absolutely grounded in the Word. That's what we need to speak. We speak the Word truth into their life. Not what we think, not what we want, not what we desire, but truth. The Word truth into their life. That's what Daniel does. And all of the things that Daniel spoke into Nebuchadnezzar's life begins to happen he interprets the dream he tells the king the truth he says this is what God says to you you need to understand this he does it with all compassion and kindness and gentleness and Nebuchadnezzar ignores it (laughs) he ignores it don't be surprised if people ignore it Nebuchadnezzar ignores it and says all these things did happen to the king twelve months later how long later Twelve months. Don't miss that. Twelve months later. So Daniel has spoken this a year ago. He spoke, stood up, spoke the truth a year ago. Nebuchadnezzar ignored it. And twelve months later, Nebuchadnezzar's taking a walk on his palace roof. He's looking across the city, and he says to himself, Wow, look at this great city of Babylon. My own mighty power. I have built this beautiful city as my royal residence to display what? My majestic splendor you think the guy's kinda in love with himself a little bit yeah me Nebuchadnezzar I'm awesome Yeah. and what's gonna happen all of what's taking place is part of a bigger plan a bigger intention of what God is doing to help Nebuchadnezzar understand who really is God and it's not him there's a goal to what's going on here. And the goal is for Nebuchadnezzar to understand who God really is. That's our goal. When we speak the truth, we speak a truth based on the word, and that truth is for the purpose of bringing people back into that right relationship. And so 12 months later, it happens in Nebuchadnezzar's life. And when the words were there just out of his mouth and O King Nebuchadnezzar, the message comes to you, you're no longer ruler of this kingdom. God acts. God acts in Nebuchadnezzar's lives. Look again at Galatians 6, right? We read it and we saw gentle and humble before and bearing one another burdens. Look what else is in there that we kind of jumped right over, right? Not just WK 433, but uh, (laughs) it's the Holy Spirit right there. Yeah, but look what's in there. It says, uh, if you, if you, you who are godly, should do it what gently and humbly. For what purpose? To help that person back onto the right path. What's the goal? What's the goal? It's not only you don't just sh- you share the truth, not what you think, right? Not what you want, but you share it for the purpose that they'll get their life back with Christ. That's the most important thing in the world. That they get their life back. They're they're going down destruction. They're making bad choices. I mean, they're just living in a way contrary to the word, right? And you're doing it so they get back to Christ. That's what's first and foremost, that they get back to Christ. Daniel speaks these words because God is doing something bigger. And what he's doing is trying to get Nebuchadnezzar to understand, you may think you're a ruler of the world, good old King Nebuchadnezzar, but you're not, I am. I am. And that's the outcome. The outcome of the experience is that after the dream gets fulfilled, Nebuchadnezzar gets humbled, and Nebuchadnezzar, it says, my sanity returned, and I praised and worshipped the Most High and honored the one who lives forever. Nebuchadnezzar comes to faith in the living God. Now what's the lesson for us? You know what? i got to be honest with you. You're going to stand up or stand out and then you're going to stand up and you're going to speak a word of truth into somebody's life Uh, and it's not always going to go like this. They're not always going to respond and say, oh my gosh, you're right. It's not always going to go that way. But you have to believe God is doing something bigger than just your one experience of stepping up and speaking into their life can you imagine how frustrated daniel could have been for twelve months remember that twelve months pointed it out can you imagine how frustrated daniel could have been for twelve months how many times he could have gone into the king and said king i told you man what are you doing where's your head don't you understand These bricks are gonna fall on you man what do you think how many times could he just been frustrated because Nebuchadnezzar didn't respond? And yet there's no hint in the text. How is that? Because Daniel could just trust that God was doing what God needed to do when God needed to do it, and all he had to do was be faithful and stand up to do his part, to play his role in the experience of what God was doing. We won't always experience it. I got to tell you, you know, I have a, a, a friend and uh, 30 years ago, he was making some really bad choices and his life was going in a direction totally contrary to the word, right? And uh, we were in a car and he brought it up and, uh, you know, made the invitation and I spoke the word of truth compassionately, kindly, and lovingly into his life. And you know what? Haven't talked to him for 30 years. Not by my choice. But I absolutely believe God is going to bring it about. It's not up to me. God is going to bring it about. And I'm in total peace because I stepped up when God gave me the opportunity to stand for truth. And I only spoke that truth of what God's Word says. And man, for 30 years I've been sad, but... I just trust God is doing something bigger than me. It's not all about me, right? God's doing something bigger than me. And that's what Daniel did. Daniel understood that God was at work in Nebuchadnezzar's life, and it wasn't all about him. So if you're going to stand out, you've got to understand, you're going to have to stand up. And when you stand up, you stand up lovingly and compassionately and you speak the word of truth at the right time and the right invitation and you base it not on what you want but what the word says and you let God work. Amen? Let's pray. Father, thank you. Uh, Thank you. It's not all on us. You're greater, you're bigger, and yet uh, you use us. You use us for kingdom purposes. It's incredible. So Lord, today we just want to uh, ask you to give us the courage, give us the strength to be a Daniel, to uh, stand up, to stand.